0: An online course is a time asset, because that is something that's going to generate revenue for you in the future without you having to spend time delivering that. Whereas taking on a client is a time debt, because now in the future, you have to deliver on what that client has signed up for. So we want to obviously service those time debts. We want to create income at the moment with the clients, but we also want to make sure we're making time to create time assets. Welcome to Imperfect Action. I'm Steph Taylor. For years, I read all the books, downloaded all the freebies, and did all the courses. But it wasn't until I started taking imperfect action that my business had its first million dollar year. Imperfect action is about doing things before you're ready, prioritizing consistent action over perfect action, and moving forward, even when you're not sure you're doing it right. On this show, you can expect mindset advice, actionable marketing tips, and strategies to build a business that brings you more profit, more freedom, and even more joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co forward slash DBB or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome to Imperfect Action. This is episode 602. Today, I'm coaching one of my students, clients, somebody who I've had the fortune of working with um, on and off over the last couple of years. And her name is Nikki, and she is a marketer who is in a pretty position that I've seen a lot of, um, a lot of experts and talented people getting stuck in. And that is where you almost have like one foot in the freelance world. You know, you're working with a lot of clients and you've got this bigger vision for what your business, what you want your business to be in the future, but you just don't have the time. And Nikki's been working, you know, 60 hour weeks and is trying to get from where she is right now. To where she wants to be and today I am helping her figure out what kind of offers in her business will help get her from where she is right now, you know, working those massive hours, working with all of those clients through to running that business where she has the kind of freedom. She's not working. 60 hour weeks, and as well as that financial freedom that she wants and the, the ability to work on different projects that she wants to work on. So this was probably my favorite coaching call that I've done so far. And I think pretty much anybody who works with clients is going to, and even if you don't work with clients, you're going to get a lot out of today's episode. So let's jump in. All right, Nikki, welcome. I'm very excited to have you here. For our listeners who don't know who you are, please tell us who you are and what challenge you would love to workshop with me today. So, hello
1: everyone. I'm really excited to be here as well. So, thanks for having me, Esther. So, my name is Nikki and I run marketing agency Miss Marketing and we help online businesses get more leads and sales using Facebook ads, Google ads and SEO. So, we primarily help e-commerce businesses Uh, because they need help all year round, but we also can help service based and course creators as well with their ads. But they, you know, obviously, um, based on launches and things like that. So generally they don't need the services all year round. Yeah. So how can I help you today? Why, why do you want my help? So I would like more help creating strategy around my office suite in order to achieve, I guess, my business goals. Okay. What are your business goals? Let's start there. (laughs) That's a, that's a good, that's a good question. (laughs) So. At the moment, I'm offering a lot of services, but I would like to move those more into teaching. Like Mm -hmm. I would like to be teaching more. So, but then I guess I would like to maybe move it into $20,000 a month and then obviously further into earning maybe the $500,000, a million dollar mark like
0: yourself. Yeah. And then in terms of like how much work you want, like what kind of balance do you want? like What kind of life goals do you have? Because, you know, like I'm all for having business goals, but I think our businesses need to support our lives a little bit as well.
1: Yeah, good one. So essentially, I am working a lot of hours at the moment because I'm trying to juggle uh, creating programs and also um, doing the services as well. So I would like to be able to maybe work 30 to 40 hours a week max at the moment. It's probably around the 60 mark, wow. maybe even more. So even 30 would be great because I do have a few other side projects that I that I'm working on that are unrelated to marketing and I'd be like to be able to you know share my time with those projects.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm the same. I'm like even though I'd like to just work like as little as possible on my main business, I'd love to also have that freedom for the the picking and choosing on other projects. So I guess like you sent through a massive Google doc with your existing office suite and there is a lot of different offers in there. I mean, we can't. We probably don't have enough time to go through all of them. But there's how many would you say? It's probably at least twenty different yeah, ones. You know, 20. there's ads management, VIP days, single ad campaign, one-on-one training, Facebook ads audit, email campaign. Like, there's a lot yeah. in there. And it's a classic example of a pick-and-choose kind of offer suite where your clients are. They're coming to you. They we assume that they already know what they need but do your clients already know what they need?
1: Mostly, yes. Uh, so generally people either want to do it themselves and they know that or they want management. Um, so generally I would say people do know what they want. Um, in terms of, yeah, I do have a lot of services mm-hmm. on offer, but in saying that, I would say that primarily people generally pick about five of those things. Mm-hmm. So it's generally they want full management or they By one of the programs or they want me, even if they're a service provider, they might just get me to set something up for them. and get training, but
0: yeah. So yeah. So when we're looking at that client sort of stuff and looking at, you know, firstly streamlining that so you can free up your time so you can get the courses and all of that off the ground, I think the first place to probably look is, you know, with those clients, are they predominantly one-off and like how much on average are they spending with you? Because if we can switch from having lots of one-off clients and low lifetime values to fewer but fewer clients that are spending more and you're working with them ongoing like you get better results for them but it's also a much more streamlined process for you so where is that at the moment
1: so i would say most of my clients primarily work with me ongoing so most of my clients would be facebook ad to management clients and their e-commerce So the only sporadic ones would be the course creators or service providers that you fill in the gaps with because they can only take on a certain amount of clients or they only have launches during a certain period. So primarily ongoing, unless it's, and that's for Facebook ads and then SEO is just one-off jobs. But that is something that I can outsource uh, because it does get expensive with when you want to use software that speeds the process up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so then we look at the next step, which I guess is what of the services that you're selling at the moment, which of your offers at the moment are not giving you a good return on your time or a good return on your energy? So when I say that, I mean like, you know, are they not, what what ones are taking a lot of your time and probably not delivering as much revenue or they're taking a lot of your energy and you're not enjoying doing them anymore?
1: I would say the SEO. Only because Facebook ads is a lot easier to manage because you're managing the client ongoing, you, under, you get a lot more time to understand the brand. And so basically you almost become like a part of their marketing team because it's ongoing. So I would say Facebook ads is definitely like I love doing and it's pr- pretty simple. There's no, and there's no cost really. Mm. When it comes to SEO, I find that can be a little bit more draining and it's because I guess there are a lot more costs involved, and um, I guess yeah. So I think probably, and then Google Ads and Facebook Ads are quite similar. But Google Ads I've been outsourcing a bit lately to another Australian partner, who's actually the so, student of yours. So, oh,
0: so with Facebook Ads, then like obviously you've kind of you've got two ways to scale that, right? You either bring in a team to run that, or you charge more and work more which isn't really sustainable if it's just you. Um, and I know you said you want to go to predominantly teaching. So is your longer term vision to then not be doing any of that Facebook ads management? I'd say so. I think for the clients that I have now, I'd be happy to continue doing it. And see,
1: I think another thing for me is that a lot of my clients I've had since the very like since I very started my business. So they've just kept going and we've been scaling their business and growing it and growing it and growing it. And then I've kept them on a lot of the old pricing. So even though the pricing may have doubled since they've started, they're still on the old price thing, which means, yeah, yeah. which is like blocking, I guess the spaces for the higher paying people, which I mean, it's a trade off because I really enjoy working with
0: them. Mm. So, but do you think that you could pass on a price increase? It doesn't have to be to the full price increase, but like, could you pass on a price increase to them and they would still want to stay with you, majority of them? I think so. I
1: don't know. I guess I'm, I, I'm so bad with that stuff. I, um, yeah, I always feel nervous about doing it, but it's probably something that I need to look at because there is quite a disparity between, um, where some of the old, the old clients are and where the new ones are coming in
0: at. Uh, and, and I I've think it's only fair. It's, it's fair at the moment. You know, everything's so expensive where everybody's talking about cost of living, inflation, all of that. I think it's only fair that you can pass on those price increases. And look, it's not like they're locked in and they are free to go and move somewhere else, in which case they can go to somebody else. uh, And then that opens up a spot for somebody at a new price point. But I actually think you'd be surprised. I think if they've been with you for so long and you've been working together really well, you're getting them results, I think that they would more than happily stay. I know it's, it's scary. It's scary, but like the worst that can happen is they leave and they open up a spot for somebody else or it frees up your time that you can now spend that extra bit of time each month working on a program or a course that you want to, that's like eventually moving you closer to the vision. And I know it's hard because it's like each client you lose is an income hit, but it's also you get, you win back some time, which you can then invest into building something for the future. Yeah, it's true. And
1: I mean, it's not like I have a shortage of clients either. So it's, yeah, I guess I'm not so much worried about, like I'm I'm more worried about losing them personally, probably than in terms of financially, because I mean, I'm getting so many inquiries all the time, which is a good thing, but yeah, I totally understand where you're coming from and it makes total sense. And I'm sure they will understand because they
0: increase their prices as well. So, yeah, um, and like an exercise for you, um, for, for you to do later would be to look at your monthly income and it by the number of hours that you're working each month. Uh, yeah. And that's okay. not just client hours, that's admin hours. That's all of the hours. Have a look at that because that'll be a really good indicator for you, whether you need to put your prices up or not. Yes. Yeah, I, think, for, I, I for, think, I mean, certainly looking at the Google doc you've sent me, I can see like your prices are quite low. Um, I would be, I would be absolutely putting them up if I were you. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. That was another thing I was thinking. I wonder if they are too low because I mean, a lot of the time you don't really know what other people in the industry are charging. I know what some people are charging based off the fact that I partner with them. So I try to keep an alignment with them, but, and I think it's also about me. I'm looking at maybe doing a rebrand, which will allow me to maybe like charge a little bit more as well, just in the way that I get position myself in the marketplace because generally, when people are first starting out, they don't have those types of budgets. But I find that most of my clients anyway, for e-commerce, they're more established businesses. When it comes to service-based, of course, creators, it's not as big of a problem. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And so the other thing then, um, you know, so obviously putting up prices is one thing. But also looking at how can we increase the lifetime value of each of those clients that you're working with? And how can we... And, and that works twofold, right? That's lifetime value to your business. So that in terms of dollars, like how much they spend with you, but also in terms of how much value you're helping them with, because, um, you know, like I look at your list of offers here and it's like, great. An email campaign, you can write an email campaign for them, but they're not getting a huge amount of value out of just one email campa- campaign. They would be getting so much more value if they came to you for, I don't know, an entire VIP day or. They came to you for an audit of everything. And as part of that, they got an email campaign. So I think, yeah. uh, I think there's a little bit too much pick and choose in here. Yeah. I think so too, uh, particularly with Facebook ads. And to be yeah. honest, most
1: people either pick Facebook ads management or the training, Facebook. Yeah. So Facebook training or even, um, just the one-off setup. So I think you're right. But most of the people that do Facebook ads generally want email campaigns that go out, say, once a month or something anyway, or twice a
0: month. So maybe, maybe then we come at it from a different approach where you have say three packages, split your ideal, split your, you know, your into three client personas. And maybe we've got the, the people who want to learn how to do Facebook ads themselves. Great. Here's the six month Facebook ad training package where every month for six months, they've got a call with you every two weeks or whatever that wants, whatever you want that to look like. Then maybe there's the middle package, which is, um, you know, the just Facebook ads and it's you running their ads for them. And then maybe the top tier package is Facebook ads plus or email campaign plus, you know, it's like the, the signature yeah. everything so that everybody's only on those three packages, which means then you can create all these processes. You can streamline it so much more and you only have, you you say, okay, well, I'm going to work with maximum three clients on the bottom package, five in the middle package, and three in the signature package. And that's going to reach my goal income. And I'm going to do it. This is how many hours it's going to take me each month. And then this is how many hours each month I'm going to spend working on the future parts of my business, the courses, the other, the other bits and pieces. Um, there's actually, a thing I was reading today, I think it's a concept from James Clear and he talks about time assets versus time debt. And so when you think about like creating an online course, an online course is a time asset because that is something that's going to generate revenue for you in the future without you having to spend time delivering that. Whereas taking on a client is a time debt because now in the future, you have to deliver on what that client has signed up for. So we want to obviously service those time debts. We want to create income at the moment with the clients, but we also want to make sure we're making time to create time assets. Okay. Yeah, no, that sounds
1: good. So I was actually thinking about bringing in another thing with Facebook ads based on that offer workshop we I did of yours. Yeah. So, I mean, and this is just to throw something else in the mix, but um, essentially you get a lot of people starting out that want some kind of ongoing help. So I was thinking of doing something like office hours or, um, something where they get boxer access or, yeah, yeah. wait, like, because the problem with Facebook ads is you can learn it, but you, until you start implementing it, the issues don't arise and you don't know what the answers to the upcoming questions are. So I love
0: that. And maybe, maybe that becomes like the part of the bottom package. Maybe the bottom package is 12 months of, or six months of, um, there's firstly, there's a, a one-on-one training and then ongoing access. I think you probably, and this might depend like how skilled your clients are already in Facebook ads. But if somebody signs up for say the the Voxer access to you and they've never touched Facebook ads before, that's going to be somebody that's really difficult to work with. It's going to take a lot of your time because they're going to need a lot more handholding. So if we can sort of front-end load the amount of work and maybe say, maybe they have to do a VIP day to start with, or maybe they have to do a one-on-one training, or maybe you need to set it up and then it's ongoing. You know, they've got access to you for six months or 12 months or whatever you want that, or could even just be cancel anytime. Um, yeah, they can well, extend like, you it have, they want.
1: Well, I have like a Facebook ads um, training to get leads and then one to get conversions, which is what you do 80 to 90% of the time you use Facebook ads anyway. So I could just like say so you have to do that to start with. I even wouldn't mind doing it in a group space because I find that I'm so time poor that it might be good to just jump on it once every fortnight onto a lab. So they have to do like a, you know, the the training before, but then, yeah, they can come on at any time and do, well, I mean, sorry,
0: once every fortnight and do it like the office hours. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Office hours or a group kind of, uh, a group kind of program, I suppose, where it's like six months of they're going through it with a group and, yeah. Every two weeks they jump on a call and they share their screens with you and you can work through that with them. That's a great option as well. Uh, and I think that might be something to talk to your audience about and find out like, what would you prefer? Um, obviously the Voxer option would be more expensive because they have essentially unlimited access to you. Uh, you do put some boundaries around that. Like, you know, you're not going to reply within it's, you know, they can't expect a reply from you guaranteed within 24 hours, not on weekends, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so that, that would be probably a higher ticket than say a group one or office hours.
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense. I think the reason I thought the group thing might be good too at the moment is because I'm so busy launching my SEO program that, you know, to add a whole nother program would be like quite full on. So if I've already got some training there, they can watch and then I just have to jump on and give them feedback. That's really easy
0: for me and quick to do. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, yeah. So that's, that's a great upsell then for your course. Um, so launching the SEO program, what's taking up a lot of time with that? You, have you created it?
1: Yeah. So I created it last year, but what happened was Google, um, updated Google Analytics. So I had to basically learn the new Google Analytics and then rewrite the, rewrite that mm-hmm. chapter. They also change, um, Google My Business to Google Business Profile. So then I had to update that. So there's just, because I work with um, a lot of software between Facebook ads and Google ads, it's just always, there's always up, uh, updates to be done. So you've got to learn the update and then you've got to write it. But I just feel like it just, yeah, t- I've changed a lot of things from last time. Um, then you've got to write all the content, you know, do the posts. Uh, I just feel like it's so much. And then I rewrote all the emails that I had from last time because I think we used the templates from like some of the programs we've done and they can be a bit cheesy for like <laughs> when yeah. you're in an Australia and it just comes across more. And I mean, I love it from their perspective, but from mine, yeah, I just ended up rewriting a whole bunch of things. So yeah. And then I re, and I recreated my, um, what do you call it? The webinar. webinar. Yeah. After the, so after our one-on-one together, yeah. I re, yeah, I recreated that and changed the topic. So it was just, a, I literally changed everything.
0: So that's good. Cause it's like, that's now hopefully, you know, depending on how it converts this time, hopefully you won't have to change too much next time round uh and then it just becomes you know it's just the content and the lead up and it's you're you're good at running facebook ads so you can already do that uh so that's that's good so and what other what other offers have you been thinking about adding so last
1: year i added three offers which was like the nco like the big course like the entire seo then i added the like your keywords to customers which is how to find your keywords and then i added the facebook conversions for leads and sales so mm-hmm. i was quite tired from that so this year i was like I don't think I can add any more offers unless it's some kind of Facebook group. And yeah, because I was just so burnt out from creating all of those because then you have to create all the back end of it as
0: well. Absolutely. And I think I think in your case, you're actually, you need to cut down on the things that you're offering and streamline those. Um yes, So, yeah. So I think um, I, I really like that idea of, you know, that the Facebook course, combining that with some kind of extra support. Um, and, it and figuring out what that, you know, so if we do think about it as three personas, right, you've got the people who want the, they want to learn how to do Facebook ads. Well, I guess you've got four people who want to learn SEO, people who want to learn Facebook ads, people who, um, want you to run their Facebook ads for them, people who want you to do all of their marketing for them. Yeah.
1: So some, I even have clients, which I haven't put on here is that I literally do all their marketing and they just send me stuff at work. So I'm kind of like the external well I'm like their marketing manager but not like yeah not an employee so how much time does that take you for those clients uh, probably five to it could be like five at five to ten hours a week (laughs) so that's a lot and yeah do you think your prices for that reflect your value so I they're they're old uh, clients and that it's they're not on anywhere near what the new ones are on so because I I started on them yeah they started with me when I first started so I've upped it a little bit but not Yeah. Nowhere near what that's
0: moved to. to. So, yeah. So you're in this interesting position where essentially to those old clients, you're a freelancer still, you know, rather than being putting your business owner hat on and saying, Hey, like I'm running a business. I need to make sure that I'm getting a sufficient return on my time. And if I'm not, then actually I'm putting the prices up or you can go and work with somebody else. Um, and there are like there are other marketing freelancers they can go and work with. Um, if you really enjoy particular clients, maybe the maybe maybe that's a different story. If you really enjoy doing that ad hoc work, then yeah, maybe you do keep them on that older price. But certainly, I think from a business perspective, you know, it's (laughs) it's hard. It's so hard because we don't want to let go of we don't want to let go of those clients. But if that's an extra 10 hours a week, that could be going into building your business, then something needs to change there.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think that's the problem. I don't like there because I don't know, I really enjoy working with with those clients because I do know their brand so much and we've grown it together so much and they're really exciting brands. So I'm probably going to have to find a happy medium with those ones. And I mean, it's not always that amount of hours, but yeah, when you put it like that, I am starting to see how my hours are quickly adding up, particularly because I don't have a, like a lot of support. So yeah. And I mean, I can outsource SEO and Google ads. So um, I don't know whether to keep those or just focus on like teaching the others and only managed like offering Facebook ads as a service. But I mean, it doesn't take much work if you outsource it. And all the people I outsource to are really reputable anyway. So
0: yeah. And I mean, another option we haven't even talked about is hiring a mini Nikki, hiring a junior marketer and training them and, yeah. you know, getting them to service or even giving your older clients who are on that lower price point, giving them an option saying, look, you can keep working with me. I can keep doing your marketing and it's going to go up to this price, or you can work with this mini Nikki. Who, yes, she's junior. I will still be doing like final reviews of things, but she's going to be doing the bulk of your work and she'll, she'll be the person you're in contact with and giving them that option. They can yeah. stay at that yeah. price, you know, because I, I think obviously though you've been with those clients for so long and even like how well you know their brand, you are so much more able to deliver a lot of value. You're more, you're better able to deliver value now than you were when you first started working with them. You've upskilled so much in the time you've been working with them. You, you know, like the yes. value delivered now is a lot more than what you delivered back then. Yeah. And I can do
1: things at quite a rapid speed, like, I guess, because I know they the brand, but then also because I am quite fast and I've been in marketing for, I don't know, almost 20 years. So yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it, it's, it's true. And I have thought about getting a junior, but I think I just need someone maybe a few hours every day or maybe, you know, 16 hours a week. Because I think it's scary taking on an employee only in the sense that I like to travel. And then also I used to manage staff as a marketing manager for a long time. So yeah, I know, I know how it can be. And it's not that it's bad. It's just that, yeah, you're, you have someone else responsible too, but I definitely know that I need someone to do a lot of the little jobs that I just don't have time for, like putting vlogs on websites and yeah, just tedious jobs.
0: Yeah. And it might be a, it might be a marketing student at uni and they might, maybe they, they're a contractor, not an employee. Yeah. Well, I actually just got a, um, a work experience student. From oh, cool. high school messaged me last night. He was like, Oh, can I be
1: your work experience student? I was like, Oh, this could be a good test to see how I go. I used to have workplace, um, like work experience, uh, students as well anyway, when I was in corporate, but yeah, it, yeah, I, I definitely need some kind of help because I am outsourcing things at the moment. Or partnering with other companies, but obviously that becomes extremely expensive because you're almost paying them what the they would be the client would be paying them direct.
0: Yeah. So, uh, okay, so I'm gonna let's let's wrap up with a bit of an exercise for you now. I I want you to think about future business, future Nikki, not where you are right now, and think about okay, so what kind of what kind of offers do you sell? Tell me, like, what are the all of the offers that you sell five years from now?
1: I would say, I wonder if it'll even be different actually, but I would say if they're still around, definitely Facebook ads. Like I'd like to have a signature Facebook ads program and just a signature SEO program. And then, yeah, potentially Facebook ads management, but in five years time, maybe not. I think that's quite far away. So I've already been in business four years. So I would say just those two programs maybe. Okay. So then
0: Everything I'm, i this is, this is so hard to do. It's so hard to implement. Um, but actually, so, uh, my friend Anita found a quote and I don't know where she found it, but she was saying how, you know, you need to make decisions in your business based on the business you want in the future, the business you're trying to build, not the business you have right now. Okay, so right. for everything that you're currently doing in your business, you know, every time that you're taking on a piece of ad hoc work, every time that you are quoting a client, Thinking about, okay, is this, is this aligned with that business that I want to build in the future?
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: Is this moving me closer to that or is it moving me further away? Yeah. There's probably a
1: lot of things moving me further away. And I'm generally, I feel like I make a lot of decisions that benefit other people as opposed to myself, which isn't a good business hat sometimes, but it's just you become so close with people based on your relationship over four or five years. So yes, definitely. And that's the
0: hardest part about business, right? Is there is that balance between putting yourself first you know putting your own oxygen mask on and also wanting to keep all of your clients happy and you know like yeah. you're obviously you're a very kind person and you know you probably need to be a little bit more brutal sometimes
1: <laughs> I'm slowly getting better I had a thinking yeah. with Angie last year and she was helping me with um you know boundaries
0: so <laughs> Good. (laughs) So they're like, I think that's your, your biggest homework then is really looking at, okay, how can we turn, how can we streamline those client offerings as they are now into bigger packages? Um, just so it's really streamlined and having those boundaries around, okay, this is how many clients I work with on this package, this package, this package. This is how many hours I spend on it. And you could say, look, I'm going to allocate five hours a week to ad hoc work and my new rate for that is going to be this. I'm going to communicate that to my old clients. If they want to pay that, they can pay that. If not, that's okay. Um, and there will be some people who don't and that's okay. Um, they're probably, you know, they're very used to paying your old prices. They probably don't realize what the market rates are now. Everything's gone well, up a lot. Yeah.
1: It's true. And I mean, most of them work with other freelancers who charge a lot more anyway. I mean, or just, sorry, other agencies that charge a lot more because they have come on a lot later. So yeah. they would, yeah, have somewhat of an idea, but
0: yeah. <laughs> It'll, yeah. I'll, I'll need to do that. No, I will. Yeah. So I think do that. Then also look at, um, that, that, you know, how you can add some kind of recurring revenue to your Facebook ads course. So whether that's the Voxer, the office hours, whatever that's going to look like. Um, and that might, yeah, that might all fall into that one package where it's for the people who you're training. Um, and I think then the other, like the only other piece of homework is to reflect on that question, you know, like what, do I need to do for the business I want to build in the future, not for the business that I've got right now? Yeah. No, that's great. Uh, I think that gives me a lot of food for thought. <laughs> Is there anything that comes up from that that you want to chat through? Anything you want help with based on that? Um, I think the only other question I had was, was
1: should I keep those outsourced? Do you think it's worth keeping, um, like outsourced services if they're still bringing you and you in an okay
0: revenue for what they well. Yeah. I mean, look at how much time it's taking you to deliver those. I would, I would look at that. Look, how much, how much revenue am I bringing in? Like how much or how profitable is this? So like revenue minus how much it costs you to outsource that, um, divided by how much of your time is going into it. That's how yeah, I would look at that. It's a, good, it's a good calculation. Yeah. Okay. Got that. Yeah. No, uh, that's good.
1: I think other than that. Yeah. I'm, I'm good to go. I'll be uh, cutting exciting. some. Offers, offers today. I've, see, I put up the other day that I won't be cutting uh, a bunch of my offers after Friday this week, and so I had a whole bunch of people trying to book in with my current offers. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. that
0: and a price increase; those will always get people booking in. So,
1: <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> you so much for today. I yeah, I got so much out of it. I really. You're so welcome.
0: You're so welcome, Nikki. I'm so excited to see what happens when you change all of this. And I'm excited to see what happens with your business in the future. All right. That is it for today's episode. If you haven't already hit subscribe, make sure you hit the plus button in Apple Podcasts or the follow button in Spotify and you'll get each new episode straight to your podcast app every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And if you have any friends who you think might be struggling with this issue, hit the share button, copy the link, and send it over to them. It's how I get to help more people. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time.